everybody, this is your Dungeon Master Cameron here. Welcome back to Sword Coast Coast to Coast, episode 23. This is the other part of a really cool little um, little adventure we did. Uh, sadly, we're missing Kylie, uh, aka James, if you remember from the last couple episodes. But uh, this is the other end of a module from Dungeon Magazine uh, called The Matchmakers from an early issue of, of uh, Dungeon uh, it's a cool uh, little thing that I like to do. You, all the planning that you heard last time is kind of the first part, and then this this time the execution is the other side. Obviously, I did a lot of adaptation and bringing it into my campaign, but uh, the general gist is all from the matchmakers. It's very cool. You should give it a Google uh, if you're interested in it. I'm happy to answer any questions about it or whatever. Just You can send me a tweet or you can or send me a Twitter DM or get on Discord or whatever. Happy to chat about it, but uh, it's very cool. And we're hearing, uh, last time you heard all the planning, and now you're hearing all the execution. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of stuff happens. Um, it's very exciting. I love it. Want to give you a little bit of an update here at the beginning of the episode, just to say that previously Sword Coast Coast to Coast has been two times a week. There's been an episode on Monday and Wednesday. That is changing. It is going to just be Monday from now on. Um, but the episodes will be a little bit longer. Uh, I've just got a lot of editing stuff I have to do, and I'm pretty busy, and it seems like people were getting a little bit worried that episodes are stacking up. So I just thought, hey, I'll do one episode a week, and I'll just make it a little bit longer so people can split it over as many uh, you know, uh, sessions as they want. I'll probably start implementing some sort of break in the middle, a little, just to let you know what's up so people can split it up themselves or they can follow a little pattern. But giving you an idea... I'm not skipping episodes. We are just uh, changing the format slightly due to listener feedback. So um, I'm going to let you get right to it. You're going to hear the other end of this episode. I really enjoyed this, and I think the next few recording sessions that we've done, the show's only getting better, I think. Um, and I'm certainly only having more and more fun doing it, and uh, I hope you feel the same way. If you like what we're doing, you can check us out on twitter.com slash touch if you want to see the YouTube videos that we do, including uh, our new Fallout-based show called Too Much Future. You can go to youtube.com slash touch, and if you like what we're doing and you want to support it for as little as a dollar a month, you can go to patreon.com slash touch. Those are all down in the description below. Uh, again, uh, our um, uh, 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 data data serving costs are only uh, getting higher uh, due to the amount of content we do. So if you want to support us, we would love that, and it would really help us out. Uh, anyway, I'm going to get you right to the show. There's some interesting stuff happening. Mistress Bobbin. There's, there's uh, you know, all, you'll love it. I love it. There's funnel cake involved. So you go and knock on the door for uh, Mr. Bobbin's dress shop. Um, similar kind of thing happens. Uh, oh, uh, a uh, human woman, a dark-skinned human woman, comes to the, the door, and she says, Can I help you? Uh, what's Amelia's last name? Scarsword? Uh, Scarsword, yeah. Scarsword. She's Lady Amelia Scarsword. Do you know who Lady Amelia Scarsword is? Uh, yeah, she's, well, you know, privacy's important for me. That's great. I am aware of who that person is, correct. Are you friends with her? Um, well, she buys dresses. Well. She's a customer. You know who she is. That's correct. better than the last place. 
Okay, I don't know what that means, but I believe you. Um, it's a weird thing to say. To I me. agree. Um, would it be okay if we came in to speak for you to you for like five minutes? Very similar thing happens yes. to the last time. <laughs> Silverleaf is already getting out the bag of marbles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're fine. So yeah, so don't worry. So Tess, she, she welcomes Tess in, but is a little side eye with the the rest of the crew, who definitely did not change their demeanor or their clothing or anything like it, despite the fact that this just happened. Um, and uh, yeah, so Tess, I'm not gonna take the hour to go all the way back to the inn to put on my other filthy robe. You could just store it around the corner. <laughs> I guess, but uh, yeah. So, so she is. She yeah. She welcomes you in, Tess. It's a dress shop. It looks how you think. There's a big counter. There's a big mirror, or you know, like three way mirror uh, there. There's a couple dressing rooms, um, and there's a bunch of dresses hanging up. Okay. Um. So, I would I would like to essentially lay out the situation to her, like how Amelia's in an arranged marriage that she's not happy with. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, she is in love with someone who her father would never permit her to marry. Um, mm-hmm. And we were hoping to essentially, like, help her... Essentially help her marry the, the person of their... Like, the person they actually want to marry... Um, mm-hmm. And we were wondering if you would be willing to help us insofar as like letting us stage this, uh, stage this elopement. Give me a persuasion check. Sure. How's that? How's the uh, Marvel game going? Uh, Weg's up. Yeah, Weg oh, is my. up. Dang. Uh, sixteen. Okay. So that you you make a persuasive case. Um, she listens kind of intently to you, and then she uh, she says, "Well, uh, she says the the dressing rooms are quite large, and they have a wardrobe in them. So one of you could hide in the dressing room um, if you needed to." And uh, she says, "And there's also a back door behind the behind the counter. You could it, it leads to an alleyway. You could uh, you could theoretically." You could maybe put a carriage there or something to to get her to to travel away, but mm-hmm. but yeah, sure, okay. Okay. <laughs> that seems like a dangerous thing. And you're talking about Lady Scar Sword, correct? Correct. Okay. Like, we greatly appreciate your mm-hmm. your assistance in this regard, like sincerely. Mm-hmm. So I tell her like the time in which like it would happen and. Uh, like, what are her normal hours of operation? Like right now until sundown or something okay. like that. Would it would it be okay if uh, we invited her back here around ten thirty tomorrow night? Yes, most of our business is in custom garments, so that would be that. That's not irregular. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Especially for someone who is going to be married. Yes. Oh, right, wedding dresses. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Dang. Dang. The something right borrowed. <laughs> Dang indeed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, cool. 
thank you all right so what's very much what is the next no problem she says what so what is the next what's step two here is she uh, asking or like i'm asking okay um, step two is lunch at the tiny tea teeny tiny tea shop okay and so right? she is to, so the um don't take don't like if, if someone else has a better idea for step two please feel free to jump in mistress bobbin is the one who is telling her to come back at 10 o'clock yes you have no well i was going to say like i could i was going to stick around since this is the first place that amelia comes to in Correct. her route so like okay i can wait around until noon if uh mistress bobbin is okay with it so tess you go out and you kind of communicate that everything's going to plan and presumably Wegg and uh, Silverleaf are headed to the teeny tiny tea shop um, while you wait around for her to show up, right? I'll get you a doggy bag. <laughs> Thank Don't you. you mean a cat bag? Hey, yo. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> That's offensive. Ha, <laughs> ha. Who are you, Kylie? <laughs> okay, so, uh, so everyone is going to... Uh, or the teeny tiny tea shop, or two of you are going to the teeny tiny tea shop, correct? Mm-hmm. Splitting yeah. the party for lunch. Oh, great. Um, the You head to the teeny tiny tea shop. It is a place that serves light, sweet cakes, and tea. Ooh. And it's a place where you just go and gossip. That's what it's for. Oh. So you go there and you sit there, and it's, it's kind of like, you know, a very, um, you know, kind of like frilly environment. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot like nice tablecloths with doilies on it, things like that. Um, there's a nice little display case of all the, the teeny tiny cakes you can eat and all the teeny tiny teacups you might drink out of. Weg, they're basically just like appropriately sized for you. Uh, <laughs> Silverleaf, you've got to use like your uh, like your pinky to get it in the in mm-hmm. the, the uh, holder, the handle for the teacup. Um, and you hear some, you hear a little bit of gossip. You hear that uh, one of the um, uh, the salespeople, like she's a she's a human woman. She is in a relationship with a bodyguard. Ooh, who's a bodyguard for one of the uh, uh, one of one of the people that comes through regularly. Uh, you you hear that the owner of the shop's basically an absentee owner, never shows up. So so this it's just teens running the shop. Um, yeah, so you hear some fun stuff, but but that's what's going on at the teeny tiny tea shop. What's my tiny cake look like? What, what do you want it to look like? Uh, I imagine that Wegg looks at the bevy of extraordinarily small cakes that are available and sees one that is like... You, have you seen those chocolate cakes that they do on YouTube that's like a mirror cake? Where it's like the frosting is so perfectly smooth that it's like reflective and kind of mm-hmm. shiny? Yeah. There's a tiny little one of those that's got, like, two little candy pearls on it. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the cake that Wegg wants. Okay. It's going to be uh, two gold pieces. She gets normal tongs. And she looks at you, and she reaches back down under the counter and gets very long tongs. They're, like, two <laughs> feet long. And she grabs it, and then she pulls it over the counter, and she drops it in your hand. Boop. Boop. So, really, if you got a specific cake in mind, you just want to... Uh, yeah, I'm getting a, um, I'm actually ordering a parfait. Okay. A very elaborate, (laughs) Mm -hmm. layered dessert. 
Mm-hmm. As you get the parfait, someone opens the door and you get the smell of funnel cake from across the street. <gasps> Someone's making funnel cake over there. Silverleaf smashes his gold on the table and says, and just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> points at points at Weg, makes like a like a hand motion. His yeah. head is shaking. Weg, Weg says then... no. Weg says uh, no. I smell it. Go ahead. <laughs> So you go and you go and find it. It's like a like um uh like a very robust Rashimi guy who's there, and he's just got like this big thing of oil with a fire underneath it, and he's like making pancake batter in this big five gallon bucket <laughs> that's made of metal. <laughs> and he's just pouring it like easily into a funnel from there, and uh, caking it up. And you get the funnel cake, and it's good. Yeah, there is powdered sugar all over my helmet. <laughs> okay um so tess you you are not getting funnel cake at all and you're not getting any kind of teeny tiny tea no. um you are hanging out at the dress shop they've given you a smock and you've put that on um presumably taking off your adventuring gear yeah. like your your what you have a short sword i think yeah no um, actually i've just i've still got my bow and my short sword and like the daggers are sticking out the side of the frock it's fine Okay. All right. No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so you're you're just there, and and um, at around noon, or maybe shortly afternoon, so about a couple hours later, the uh, you see two men in leather armor, kind of stomp into the shop, and they have swords, and they've got, you know, their their swords are in their scabbards, but they've got their hand on their sword, and they come in, and they kind of look around. And you see them go into the changing room and kind of look around briefly, and they go in the other changing room, look around briefly, and they kind of, um, you know, there's racks of clothing that are against the wall, and they kind of move those racks back to look behind the clothing, and they look around, and they nod to each other, and, and one goes out, and one stays inside, and then you see um, the the woman by the description that you saw, so about 5'10", curly blonde hair, blue eyes, blue dress, um, she comes in and begins looking around. Just just for continuity's sake, 5-4 is what you gave us earlier. Oh, I'm sorry, 5-4. Silverleaf, at this, about the same time, you're just hanging out in the, in the uh, what do you call it, um, the market here across the street, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a big open market. There's lots of stalls. That's how you found your, your funnel cake guy. And you're jamming, I guess you're like jamming it up underneath your helmet to really get at it really well. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Like piece by piece. And you're just having a good time looking around, like not really having much of a care in the world. And uh, you see, of course, that uh, the group of guards, there's four guards, and then they, they're all wearing the armor. And you see them go up to the dress shop, and there's the woman in a blue dress. And you can see her, and you think, oh, that that's Lady Scarsword. And the two go in, and then one comes back out. So you're seeing all this from the outside. And then out of the corner of your eye from the other side of the street so uh over near um the uh gosh uh, esmeralda's lacy unmentionables like that side of the street if you'll if you'll look at your uh, handout mm-hmm. you see another group of four guards with a young woman who has blonde curly hair and a blue dress hmm. and wait. they're headed towards some other shops wait a minute did they they both had blonde curly hair and blue dresses yeah goodness gracious 
Um. Damn. You're still eating funnel cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, like you're, I'm you're having all this. these like complicated thoughts, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's like that meme funnel. where it's like the woman with like the math problems appearing <laughs> over her head. Um, but if she had funnel cake all over her face, but yeah, it's just, just yeah, it's just like Solera Vistora with powdered sugar. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, this is confusing to me. Um, so maybe the lady in the shop was five ten. <laughs> no, she's not. She's five four. Sorry, okay. I just I I misremembered. I didn't have it right in front of me. Hmm. Does Wag see that? No. Nope. I'm, I'm I'm in the tea shop still. You're enjoying teeny tiny tea still. Okay. It's I very think, small. I think uh. You know. I'll see what Tess says when she when she finishes her, her encounter, but I don't think there's anything I can. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna march over to Esmeralda's Lacey Unmentionable shop. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm gonna go uh, up to the guard and I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> and meanwhile, I like. Let's be real. I look. Uh, I look pretty wild right now. Um, yeah, absolutely. You look I'm like say... a raving murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Just pure visuals. Hey, you look hey like guy. someone's Dark Souls character, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just a bunch of like weird stuff on you. <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, fashion souls, baby. Um, so I'm gonna go up to one of the guards and I'm gonna say, "Get out of my way! I have an appointment here." Um, uh, at Esmeralda's Lacey Unmentionable Shop. Um, I think it's very clear that uh, there is absolutely no way that I have an appointment here. Um, yeah, he kind of... So they're stationed out... By the time you get there, they're stationed outside the door. Mm-hmm. There's two guards outside. Uh, the woman who was with them has gone in, as well as two other guards. And uh, yeah, as you try to go in, he he checks you. Or actually, they cross... They take their swords, because their swords are out, and they cross their uh, cross them over the door. And they say, no, I don't think so. What? Maybe your appointment's in about 30 minutes. Do you know who I am? Uh, no. By whose, whose order has my appointment been moved? I, you know what, buddy? I don't know. Seems like you got a lot of problems. There's no orders going on here. I'm just letting you know. Uh, if you like all your organs inside the body, who's in there? Wanna... Who's your boss? I want to speak to your manager. Mm, the lady's not going to have it. I don't have a manager. I am the manager. You're speaking to the manager right now. What lady? The lady scar sword, of course. Oh, okay. Well, I'll come back. Uh, and I like look at the the swords nervously. I'll come back in a half hour, I guess. And I, I slink away. Let's zip on back to Tess here. You see, she's in here. She's looking around for dresses. She is talking to Lady or Mistress Bobbin. I don't know. Why I can't remember the name. She's talking to Mistress Bobbin about dress stuff. And you're here pretending to be someone who works at a dress store. I need a performance check. Okay. At how well you can pretend to work here. 22. Wow, that's very good. That's yeah. very good. I, I rolled oh, I a was... natural 20. <laughs> oh, you rolled a natural 20. That That's important to know, too. Okay. okay, fair. Being a tabaxi and working in a dress shop is pro- probably like cat fur gets on clothes. It's impossible to get off clothes. If you have cats, it's on everything you own. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Just Look, point that out. Magic just, helps. Just, just some casual so, cat racism. 
<laughs> so, Fuck off. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Tess is here, and and you know you're kind of doing your thinking, and you get ready to start working. You know, start getting things and either reorganizing them or um, you know putting new things on hangers or moving old stock into the back room. And your initial thought is, I need to take all these things and throw them on the ground and then spin around in it. <laughs> turn it into a big nest so I can sit in it. That's the only logical thing to do with all this. And then you think, no, no, no. That's not what I would do. I would do this job right. And then you begin just naturally doing the work of working in a dress shop. Uh, you actually begin, you, you think about doing stock stuff and you think, nope, alterations first. Need to get those done early so we can start putting out new stock. And you start working on masterful alterations to dresses. <laughs> You have like somehow you know thieves can't and the shorthand that's used to write down what the uh, the alterations are are very similar apparently and so you can actually read the notation and then begin doing the alterations. So you're like cutting fabric and sewing it and all kinds of stuff here in the shop at the counter while the others are talking. We were relying on Mistress Bobbin to invite her back here mm-hmm. around ten, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, I would like to chill out and just keep an ear open. Okay. So you hear that kind of conversation happen, or you hear them talking quite a bit. Um, And basically, uh, Mistress Bobbin says, well, I have several dresses that have just come in from Suzale and and some from Waterdeep. Um, But really, we would need to get the alterations done. We would have to to cut out some of the strange fashion from there. So, So, you know... Marsimber is not a town of floofy sleeves, so we've got to cut those floofy sleeves off and redo them, um, because it's really you know the fabric and the the style, the cut style, not the full thing that they're after here. Uh, Mistress Bobbin has her own particular uh, 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 you know deal that she does to these things to customize them, and so she makes the case to uh, to Lady Scarsword that she needs to return tonight at 10 p.m. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, sorry. That's okay. right. Tomorrow night at 10 p.m. to give them a full day of working on alterations. And she gestures over to you and says, look, I've even brought in a new employee to do some of these alterations. She's very good at them. Um, and you can see Tess, like, using her, like, pinky claw to, like, poke holes or, like, to cut the sleeves off of the dresses and things like that. <laughs> um, she's got one it. of those, like, like people measuring tapes draped mm-hmm. around her shoulders. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Very delicately removing stitches with a with a claw. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So you see that, and and I'm assuming, uh, Tess, you stay quiet while this is all happening. And so I raise up my hand as like a greeting whenever she points me out, but otherwise I'm I'm very focused on my work right now. Okay, and so she tells her that, and Lady Scarsword, you know, says, "Okay, I'll be I'll be here tomorrow," and uh, she closes she leaves, closes the door. What are you gonna so, do? I I was gonna ask. Mr. Spobbin, uh-uh. Well, no, I wasn't going to. Okay. I don't have that knowledge. Um, exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I thank her very much and say that I will see her tomorrow. 
Okay, so you both see, or not you, not you, uh, Tess, not you, Wegg, because I'm assuming you're still eating cakes. Yep. But, um, but Silverleaf, you're outside still, and I guess you're probably a little bit curious about all this, and you actually see these these two women make their way around the all of these different, from merchant to merchant, basically, for the next hour or so, or a couple hours, and they are completely independent of one another, and they don't go to the same shops at the same time, and then they leave the 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 this little quarter this little merchant's quarter i mean i i guess i'm probably gonna go grab weg and then get tess and give them the information uh and i'm gonna say tess did you uh did you see lady scarsdale in uh mistress bobbins sorry scarsdale (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck <laughs> Anytime anyone gets something wrong, I think is it a, is it a bit <laughs> or is it not? No, and it's I not. Just, did you see Lady? Go. Did you see Lady Scarsword in Mistress mm-hmm. Bobbin's dress shop, Tess? Yeah, she That's... came in and Miss the uh, Mrs. Mistress Bobbin told her to come back tomorrow around ten. Okay, well, um. We got we got a problem. What? Uh, right when Miss Right when Lady Scarsword was going into Mistress Bobbin's dress shop, I saw Lady Scarsword also go into Esmeralda's lacy unmentionable shop. What? Are you sure? It may have been a doppelganger. Are you sure it wasn't, like, her mom or something? No, it was the same person. I did a double take. I did a spit take, and it was just a cloud of powdered sugar. (laughs) I spent a lot of money uh, replacing some innocent bystanders' uh, tunic. Um, And, uh... So the two women were identical? They were identical. Are you sure? Oh, maybe she's a twin. <laughs> yes, Can that is possible. Can you perform some kind of roll or check to see if the way you notice whether or not the women were distinguishable? No, they were identical. Okay. Yeah, they are from from the visible range that he was at when he saw them. They are identical people. Same height, same clothes, same hair. This certainly complicates things. I guess you couldn't see their eyes, but presumably. We've got time to follow up on this before tomorrow night. Yeah. We so got to we, we got to go to on it? We got to go to Mistress Bobbin and we got to say, "Listen, was that Lady Amelia Scarsword or was that Lady Bedelia Scarsword?" I mean, <laughs> I specifically said Amelia Scarsword. Like I didn't okay. just say Lady Scarsword. Okay. Mm-hmm. And assuming we have the right like schedule this would have been the place she'd go to first and she showed up around noon like mm-hmm. if if this is a twin situation or whatever like a family resemblance type deal like i th- think we're better off assuming this is like the one that mr spavin talked to is amelia scarsword yeah. this is the right one can we get in touch with Popcorn and be like, hey, you didn't say anything about there being a, a twin or a sister? Like, 
I think we should ask him, hey, does Amelia have a twin or sister? Yeah. If you do that, you got to remember you're you're having to, the kind of daisy chain of communication that would happen here. So either you got to send a messenger to his wherever he might be, uh, or you're going to have to to communicate to him through Keel Horse. So that's going to take you until tomorrow, basically. Oh, okay. We can't I just mean, like go back to the lazy he, rabbit and talk. No, to him. he like left. He was oh, there okay. to talk to you, and he is gone now. Okay. All right. So like, like living mm, his life. I think it is worth trying to ask him. And, like, we have another day and a half before this, like, before whatever. We can try and intercept, like, Amelia Scarsword 2.0 in her shopping trip if she doesn't get tomorrow. Assuming she has a different route than Amelia does. Hmm. Hmm. They, they and they've already left. Both of them have already left the square. Yeah, the by the time you district. all get back together, yeah, they're gone. Silverleaf, did you notice if they left together? They did, did not. You see leave any together. contact between them? What? No, they they uh, they danced around each other. Um, like literally? No, like figuratively. They, uh, no, they didn't come in contact with each other at all. They, like, uh, it was almost choreographed. Hmm. It was a perfect performance. So we're looking for a choreographer. You're talking to Silverleaf, Wegg. You see, uh, you see one, uh, ant crawl over Silverleaf's helmet and eat some of that delicious sugar. Oh man, um, and then disappear behind his head. Uh, when was uh, no reason? But when when was the last time you clean washed that? You, I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to live. Obviously, <laughs> uh, oh. I'm just saying this is a you know this this is how you get ants. <laughs> uh oh yes, yeah, so sorry in my um in my uh. My fervor for this delicious funneled cake. I, uh, I, I. Are, are you saying I have powdered sugar all over my? Uh, you just you 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 have something right here and uh, okay, like, kind of gestures generally at his face. <laughs> Silverleaf takes a big uh, cloak swipe at it and shines it big, up. A massive wet wet nap. Yeah, just a big. Hand. Yeah. Secretly during this conversation. Uh, Wegg is considering the ant. Okay, good. Okay, what do you want to do? Heck, y'all. I kind of don't know. Um, I want to continue with the plan. Yeah. Okay. Do we oh. want to try and intercept Amelia too? At some point tomorrow? Or do we want to just like, like bet that we've got the right one? I, I mean, I want to talk to Popcorn one way or another. Um, right. And I figured we'd have time probably to like intercept Amelia too if we wanted to. So okay. I, I would say you can do this then. Um, due to like the contingencies of communication in this massive city, mm-hmm. um, I think you have enough time to send and receive one message. So you can okay. like hire a messenger, have them take the message to him, and then you'll have time to get it back tomorrow. But you can't have a you can't like go and track him down and have a conversation. 
Okay. So tell me what your message will say, and let's keep it to like a sentence. We have to pay by the letter. <laughs> no, it's just the longer it gets. Think of there's a telephone effect here. Right. Complication, comma. Okay. What's sure. the deal with the twins? <laughs> Complication, stop. Um, Amelia twin? Question mark? Amelia twin? Question mark? Identical lady, comma, seems bad. <laughs> I, are, Is that what you're, that's are, what please, you're sending? No. Please advise. <laughs> please advise. Oh, tell me what you're saying. T- Telegraphs. <laughs> it's not. I thought that's what this was. I thought no, we it's like, like you're finding like a like a scamp on the street who's going to take oh, it for okay. you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like a, a reputable scamp, but a scamp nonetheless. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's 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 write down an actual thing then. Yeah. Okay. Write down your one sentence. Let's do it quickly. All right. While trailing, Amelia. A another woman matching her description exactly was also discovered. Appeared. Appear also appeared. Thank you. Yeah, it sounds like you found her in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> also appeared. Both are both were referred to as Lady Scarsword, please advise. Well, okay. Ask her. Ask him, rather. If she... the, the enter button has already been hit. Oh, that, oh that, no. That I'm messenger sorry. is running. As <sighs> Tess goes, bu, 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 bu. <laughs> No, this is good. I, this is a great message. Great oh, job. Thank you. Great Here's job. your return message. I always wanted to be a writer. Here's your return message. It's a message that just says she has a cousin. I think we have the right one. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, so you're coming back tomorrow at 10 p.m.? Yep. Okay, you waited out. You, you're hanging out. You're burning some time going to a teeny tiny tea shop. Yes. Maybe picking out the new Warlock Holmes for Kylie at the bookstore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the, uh, uh, Weg, what's the newest title in Warlock Holmes? The newest title uh, for Warlock Holmes is what about the uh, the Scarlet Scroll. That's good. Um, you can tell that Jordo was enthused with that one. He loved it. A, st- <laughs> a study That's in good. Scar Sword. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the yeah, story okay. of the man with the witches. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I, any of any wait, of those are better. Um, okay. Wait. What, I I do think that we should take this time to um. To come up with uh you know Warlock Holmes, uh. Is the main character in the Warlock Holmes series, right? But Correct. they are narrated, by, <laughs> Warlock Holmes's assistant. Um, who is of course named. Um. <laughs> oh, this is a prompt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, it's a prompt. Uh. Okay. So you waited out. 
you are it's 10 o'clock where are you are you inside so who is on the inside and where are you hiding uh wag is on the inside and he's uh he's not in one of the wardrobes in the fitting rooms but he's underneath the wardrobes in the fitting room okay all right i i think if that makes sense right like i figure i'm thinking like a lion the witch in the wardrobe kind of wardrobe that's like on feet you know Mm -hmm. and has like a low sort of floor to it that has space underneath you're crammed in there i need you to make a stealth check okay um silverleaf where are you i rolled an 18 okay great i have disguised myself wait the mannequin was in the lacy unmentionable shop yes correct also like remember we have the carriage parked out back you could Mm -hmm. like yeah there's a back entrance you could just go back there Correct. So, so Tess, uh, you can be in the shop, yes. and that's fine because you're an employee. I'll just I'll be uh, on the carriage. Silverleaf will be driving the getaway vehicle. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then Tess, and that's in, in the there. alley behind the the back exit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you see, um, so you're here and you're waiting. There's a knock at the door. Uh, lady uh, Mistress Bobbin goes and opens the door, and the same thing happens as before, except for two guards. There's four guards that come in. Wow! Ooh. They walk around. They really do the look. They they check out the um, the room where Weg is. They roll a four for a perception <laughs> check. They don't nice. even know there's a room. Um, <laughs> they come back out, and rather than one staying in, two stay inside this time. The two leave, and in comes a blonde, five foot four woman with curly hair and blue eyes, wearing a blue dress. And behind her, there is a blonde, five foot four woman with curly hair who is blonde, wearing a blue dress. Oh no! And they come in and they say, "Well, where, where?" The first one says, oh, "I, you know, we, we're, we've come to see the dresses." Okay. Um. I say, of course, and I ask uh, Lady Amelia if she could accompany me into the dressing room where Weg is, and we can get her fitted. Okay. So the first woman comes with you. And she walks with you into the room and she says, okay, well, you can leave the dresses here. I know how to put clothes on. Haha. I mean, yes, she does, but also a, a ton of fancy dresses require assistance, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like the final part of it, but not for the first 80%. So she says, okay, well, I'll see you in a moment. You can help uh, tighten me up here in a minute. Okay. Wag averts his eyes. (laughs) Oh, well, so she's she's there, and she kind of, uh, she takes the dress she has on, off, and uh, she puts it on a little rack or whatever, and then she puts on this other dress. It has um, uh, big stripes of some sort of Maztecan hide on it, um, and the big puffy sleeves have been cut off, and uh, she, you know, pulls it on, and it's not laced up in the back, and so she opens the dressing room door and comes back outside and uh, says, okay, well, you may lace me up in front of the mirror. And she goes and stands in front of the mirror. 
Um, how like big is this shop? Uh, I don't know. Like the size of a normal size room. It's not small, but it's not massive either. This isn't a JC Penney's. It's not. No, this is not a JC Penney's. This is like I'm trying to think of like a standard size for something. Um, but like yeah, a hot it's like topic. The, like that it's sort the, of size. It's a little bit smaller than a hot topic. Okay. So like a Spencer's. It's a little bit smaller than a Spencer's even. So it's like a Pack Sun. It's closer to a Journey's. Okay. How would you compare it to like a Forever Twenty One? Uh, Forever Twenty One is wider than the shop. Okay. <laughs> uh, Weg is underneath the underneath the wardrobe and has noticed that the woman has left the room and that uh, no one else is in there. Yep, it's just Weg. Starting to worry. Doing a great job at hiding. Starting to get a little worried. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, Tess, are you lacing her up or what? What's going on here? Yeah. Um. So... Mary is Wig. currently deciding over whether she uh, is going to club these people over the head. <laughs> Weg, did you get under the wardrobe so that I could get in it? No. Okay. I just I just figured that they would check in the wardrobe. Oh, okay. Um, Damn, I could have been in the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> and Tess could have been like, listen, you're going to go in there. Don't panic. Okay. So relief is just like out there, like you know, drumming his fingers on the <laughs> on the thing, waiting for someone to come out the door. I'm, I really wish that I hadn't let Weg challenge me to a rematch because I would have Gilbert to talk to. Yep, <laughs> okay. Um, would it like is it hypothetically possible to like whisper to her such that the two guards standing around won't actually hear? It'd be a performance check. Okay. I'm gonna make a performance check. Nice. All right. I rolled another twenty. Okay. <laughs> yes, you can. What do you want to whisper to her that only she can hear? You you whisper the sound waves in such a shape <laughs> that they snake directly into both ears. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's honestly quite weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you say? Um. I want to basically lay out the entire situation to her that's a long whisper i know <laughs> i'm trying to get, think of yeah. do you want to get married to this person well in the in the dressing room under the right okay, okay. talk to so, the guy yeah. he'll leave you, you the plan like okay you, you do that um you lay all of this information oh, i'm sorry go ahead so i was going to say i say if you want to marry uh not Lord Groom. Uh, Lady Rahal. Rahal. Thank you, God. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, we have a we have a carriage waiting out back along with someone who can back in the dressing in the fitting room, we have someone who can assist you in breaking the scrying spell over you um, so that we could 
ferry you away to get married. We were sent by Popcorn Bottle Smasher. Okay. If you, um, okay. I, I thought, I thought you were done. No, I was just going to say, um, if you can pretend to follow me out the back door so I can show you some additional adornments for the dress, I can take you to your carriage then. Uh, but obviously we need to get him in the fitting room again. <laughs> okay, so yep. two things are happening simultaneously yes. here. <laughs> so you are whispering, and the entire mechanism of why she needed to be kidnapped without knowing about the kidnapping plan is also occurring at the same time. So I, I've rolled a perception check for the scrying people. They rolled a 20. <laughs> oh, god! So they, they are seeing you whisper in her ear. No one heard you. Heard what you were saying, but they are seeing, they're watching her from afar and seeing you whisper in her ear. And I figured I would tell you that rather than just make weird stuff happen. Okay. At the same time, whatever the psionic or psychic mechanism is that is scanning her mind that that you also learned about from popcorn bottle smasher they have also figured that out so you have a very finite amount of time and i'm assuming that your character knows this right that something will be happening here um but also think of all the other information you just gave them including uh popcorn bottle smasher's name so i would say you have probably like five minutes before the shit hits the fan here yeah no okay Sorry, Popcorn. I was still thinking this was like Esmeralda's with the scrying blackout. My bad. Nope, it's not. No. (laughs) It might have been in the the dressing room. Right. Yeah, you're just in the building here, so. Okay, well. well, Into the fitting room. Out the back door. (laughs) We need to go. (laughs) Well, uh, I need you to make a persuasion check, though. Sure. Uh, 18. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so she, she rolled a 2. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just giving it a general like intelligence roll here. Um, so she, she listens to you, and she kind of hears all this information, and she perks up, right? You can see visibly on her face, and, and, and perks up not in the sense of, like, is excited, but, like, uh, the rock style eyebrow up when she hears the name <laughs> popcorn bottle smasher. Okay. Okay. So she, and she says, he's a, he's an asshole. That guy. <laughs> she says, I, don't, I don't understand. Why would he be? And she kind of, and, and you can tell that she is, is uh, quite a bit. Uh, she, she is maybe like more quick and intelligent than you might assume. Or than the way that maybe people treat her, mm-hmm. is what I should say, as like a, a, a aristocratic lady. Yeah. And so she, you can see kind of the wheels turn in a little bit, and she says, "Okay." She says, "I, I'm, I'm going to the dressing room." She says, "I am feeling like I don't like this dress," and she turns around. And she says, "I'm going into the dressing room. I'm getting my dress, and we are leaving. I hate it." And she says, uh, "Elena, prep the um, uh, the carriage." Get in the carriage, Elena. I'm ready to go home. This dress sucks butts. 
Rude. Royal butts. Rude. <laughs> and the the stitching is crap out of a human butt. And she uh, she goes into these the uh, swamp nobles are uh, not known for their genteel manners. Oh, she's just trying to be as crass as possible. Okay, <laughs> this is, that's 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 as good as she's got. It's so her she goes idea in. Of she being improper. Yes, exactly. Right. She's yeah. like, well, what would a rude person say? Uh, and she, uh, she she closes the thing and she says, "Little boy, is there a little boy in here <laughs> uh, uh, hiding beneath the hiding somewhere? Uh, we- I don't know Wag- who could fit in here." Wag sticks a hand out from under the wardrobe and says, "Well, basically." <laughs> you know, she says, "Oh, I, I get it. Okay." <laughs> she says, "Well, what are we doing here?" She says, um, "They're watching me right now. We don't have long." Uh, Wag, Wag comes out, squeezes himself out from under the, the thing, um, mm-hmm. and uh, this is just somatic and verbal, so I don't need an implement for it. Okay. Um, and uh, he just says, "Hold still." Okay. Uh, Give me that roll. So you need to roll right. above a fifteen. Cool. You did it. Wag, Wag raises his arms up, kind of. Um, Kind of like he's doing like a goal, motion, <laughs> kind of uh-huh. like that. Uh, Weg does that, and then um, just sort of brings both arms down in like an X motion, uh, quickly, like a degeneration and X. Not not a crotch not chop. A, not a crotch chop. <laughs> okay. Not not a not a not vulgar. You okay. know. But just like brings his arms down and crosses them in front of himself, uh, and uh, there's like a pulse of light, I guess. Just okay. like when a Faerun ball gets popped by a halberd. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exact same thing. So the uh, so yeah, you see, or so Weg does this kind of uh, big kind of cosmic no thank you, and <laughs> uh, and you see what you know almost there's like a. Um, well, actually, so what you see is a fist-sized um, ball of light appear right above her head. And it's kind of like wiggling around in the sky. And it uh, expands a little bit and then pops like a bubble. Perfect. So that is the scry spell being dismissed and going away. Hooray, we did it. Okay. But you still only got a couple minutes before uh, the bodyguards get alerted here. So Right. All right. Well, uh, Wag says... Uh, you must hurry, miss. Okay. And and ushers her out the door. Okay, there's still two guards in here. Yep. Wag's staying in the in the dressing room. I that's that's correct, but uh, uh she can't just run out the door. So nope. right. Um Wait, the timer's yeah. still going even though Oh yeah, because they would definitely know that the scry wasn't working anymore. Exactly. Right. Right. So, okay. So you've you have solved the problem of them continuing to track her. Right. But not the initial issue of they have been alerted. The alarm is set or is off, right. if you will. Okay. Um, I don't know what to say now that she was like, "This place sucks butts." <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> she runs out the door. <laughs> she just runs out. She runs out the back door. All right. Uh, she knows where she's got. It. So she's standing there, stock still for a second. She's like looking at you. <laughs> she's looking at the guards, and she looks at you. She looks at the guards, and then you're like, straight up shrug. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she uh, so she goes and uh, runs to the back, 
and uh, runs out the back door, um, and the guards are pretty taken aback. So, so uh, Tess, you slide okay. over the counter and follow her out the back door, and Weg, I'm assuming you're trying to come along too? Yeah, do I have... Um, so the, the guards are... How much time do I have to do something here? You have one action, so you can probably get out the door. I can get out the door? Okay. Uh-huh. I was gonna try and I was gonna try and cast something to kind of hold the guards up. Well, um, okay. but if but if I only have time to get out the door, then I I'll just get out the door. Well, you could you can cast a spell and then move if we're thinking of this in combat kind of terms. So okay. Um, oh, I need to tick off one of my one of my boxes mm-hmm. um, boop, for a third level spell. Uh, I have a second level spell here somewhere. Where is it? Um, called the Continual Flame. Okay. Um, <laughs> a flame equivalent in brightness to a torch springs forth from an object that you touch. The effect looks like a regular flame, but it creates no heat and doesn't use oxygen. A continual flame can be covered or hidden, but not smothered or quenched. Okay. Uh, um, and it lasts until dispelled, apparently. <laughs> um, so that's fun. Uh... I'm very uh, excited to see what but Wake the, does it, with Continual Flame. But <laughs> it also um, it does have a material cost, which is ruby dust worth 50 gold pieces. Um, okay. So I can subtract 50 gold pieces from yeah. my total. Yeah, um, let's just do that. Let's just do that. Okay. Alright, well, Weg, hearing the back door slam wide open <laughs> as Amelia runs out of it, figures that uh, things have gone south <laughs> and he also runs out of the dressing room door to see Tess slide across the counter and out the door uh, so uh, as he is making his way towards the door uh, Weg pushes over a mannequin that's got a very large ornate delicate oh, no! dress on it mm-hmm. uh, uh, push it pushes it over um and he's he's dipped his hand before pushing it over. He dipped his hand into the pocket that has the ruby dust in it, um, and then pushes it over and says, "Light him up!" Uh, <laughs> and the dress bursts into flame. Okay. Uh, uh, and the the dress would have been in the between him and the guards. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, so and now for I for them. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying for. Wag's understanding, this flame does not actually damage anything. Correct. It's like it creates light and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a distraction, it's probably pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. they they see that happen. They see it kind of blow up and they kind of hunker down a little bit and take one step back. These are, you know, these are hired bodyguards by uh, wealthy people. They're not, you know, these are battle hardened people. But fire is scary. Uh, so you do it. You you run out. And uh, Amelia hops in the wagon, and she says, "Kick it, you weird goblin man!" <laughs> okay. <laughs> talking to, talking to Silverleaf right away. <laughs> so you all. Can, so so are you? Wanna, you're gonna. I was gonna say, oh, can go I, like barricade the door? No. Oh. Okay. There's, there's not time for that. I just. Oh, they are gonna be right after you. Um, you're hopping in the thing, and you're going. Um, I'm assuming. Uh, Silverleaf, that you're gonna like mush the mush the horses here and like really get going. Yeah, I'll give them a yeah. Okay. I'll wait till I'll wait till um till Weg uh 
you know, jumps uh, mm-hmm. dramatically in slow motion and grabs like <laughs> onto the the little uh, the little stairs that go up into the carriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I and then I yaw. Um, okay. And, yeah. So Silver Leaf yaws. Okay. Like this is Old West style yaws. <laughs> And um, Wag, you're holding on to the steps of, of the wagon in the back. So this is like mm-hmm. the, the, the tailgate hitch you're holding on to here. Right. And uh, you get going, you get out of this alleyway, and right as you get out of this alleyway, what's coming at you in a T-bone fashion, but oh. a big Cinderella carriage. Oh, no. And Silverleaf, you give me an animal handling skill here. Okay. Or animal, animal handling check. Okay, I rolled a 14. Okay, so Silverleaf sees this coming using his uh, his elven vision and whips the horses over to the right, uh, <laughs> Fast and Furious style, and Weg, you you and the, and the wagon, everyone else is kind of hunkered down in it. You, you slide to the side, and you are ending up parallel to the Cinderella wagon, or the Cinderella carriage that is following mm-hmm. you. Okay. You can see the other lady inside of this and on top and to the side are uh many many guards there's like four up top some have crossbows uh and there's a couple hanging on the sides and they have short swords here and they are trying to take your wagon down can i um can i wave my my staff and put a wall of water in between the two of us so Silverleaf, uh, you say take take these reins. You do it for me. Give me yeah. a take these reins. Uh, Tess, take the reins. Okay. okay. Tess is rolling up here. I thought maybe you were gonna give it to Lady Scarsword, but uh, Lady Scarsword, um, take the reins. But Tess, you and Lady Scarsword both have the reins in one hand. <laughs> um, it's a beautiful moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great moment of, of skill. You can only control. You can only turn left, and she can only turn right. But. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so Silverleaf stands up in the back of the wagon. Give it to me. What are you trying to do here? Um, I start. Uh, uh, um, I mean, I start just singing. You know, it's just like this is a powerful spell. So mm-hmm. uh, the more powerful the spell, the more the song sounds like. Uh, just like you know. Uh, that many Enyas singing at once. Um, <laughs> right, so we're at we're at three Enyas right now. Um, oh man! Uh, singing uh, "Sail Away" uh, and uh, yeah, just uh, like erupting from uh, the ground, a uh, a big wall of water, thirty feet, uh, just between the two of our carriages. Um, uh, giving uh, would-be crossbowers disadvantage on attack rolls made against us. Um, I th- and huh? I thought you were gonna put you know in front of their carriage. Oh no! I put it in between <laughs> in between. I put it in between the two carriages. Okay. How long is it? It's thirty feet. I can like shape oh. it in any way. I could also put it in. I could just put a big ring of water. That's what I'll do. I'll put a big ring wall of water, twenty feet in diameter, around their carriage. Okay. Um, so you do that, and it shoots up. Yeah. Out of the 
out of the ground and uh, horses do what horses do, which is freak out. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't like that at all. Um, and so it comes up and they um, they kind of, what's it called when they get on their hind legs? They, they rear. rear. They re- rear. They rear onto their hind legs. And when you're traveling very quickly with a carriage behind you, that doesn't work. And so they stop short. They rear. The carriage smashes into them, goes oh, no. over them. Yeah, it's not good for these horses. Goes over them and starts throwing the guards everywhere. This, this <laughs> is a horrible carriage crash. This is one of the worst things you've ever seen. This is some Gene Wolf-ass carriage crashing that you're seeing. <laughs> oh, right. And, and yeah, that's, that's, a real, that's a deep cut for y'all. Yeah. And, uh, and you see the other Lady Scar Sword flying through the air. God damn it. Innocent Tess. of anything. No, it has nothing to do with Tess. It just has to do with she. She's just a cousin. She's just hanging out. She's just in that carriage. She's thrown from this carriage at maximum speed, probably twenty-five whole miles an hour, flying through the air into the water. Though, right? Blue dress. Oh, well, through the water. Okay. And into the sky. And through. A merchant stall over to the side <laughs> and then presumably into the dirt after that i'm sorry i don't i don't care about nobles it's both funny and sad and tragic damn yeah yeah i just wanted to block us from crossbow bolts but then i got talked into you know what that's what you get for the... being talked into things you, the you other way would have been funny too because you would have just driven past it very quickly yes. yeah well they wouldn't have been able to shoot us yeah i don't know yeah for like four and a half seconds they wouldn't have been able to shoot crossbows yeah yeah you um, i think i think you made the right choice with all of oh wait here, were they parallel they were parallel going in the same direction correct yes. okay Dang yeah it. all right yeah. okay I, I did the right thing even though yeah you it, did you got people hurt mm-hmm. that's you know what sometimes people get hurt y'all keep going you head toward the gate and you are eventually out and on your way to the Dancing Maidens. She's not dead, right? Who? Um, the, the cousin. cousin. We'll I find can't... out. I'm sure we will find out. I'm sure Cameron will conf- love explaining to us in <laughs> absolutely like grim and gory detail like exactly the level of her injuries. We'll find out, uh, won't we? Yeah, we okay, will find I... out. Because... <laughs> Uh, depending on how grave the thing seemed, I was going to have Wag maybe do something, but I was looking at my uh, spell sheet and I don't have an idea totally in hand, so let's just go go ahead and move on. You definitely can't sling that spell from a moving carriage as you go by her, right. her, I, her body on like the ground. It, like, yeah, like if, if, if it seemed like she was like totally like there's no way someone could survive that, I was going to have Wegg jump off the carriage. Uh, I, there, it's not that there's no way someone can survive that, but it's it's rough. It's bad. It's bad. But y'all are beyond it now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We're past Too that. You, you are rolling Lady Scar Sword is driving you toward the north of the city and you're heading toward the Dancing Maidens. It's about 11 o'clock now. Is there anything you want to talk to her about on your way? Um, let's ask, I want to ask her, so, uh, Lady Scarsword, um, 
you you uh you do want to marry this lady Rahal, right? Like we didn't just go through all that uh only to uh only only to have you you uh you know back out of this, right? Like are mm-hmm. you committed? She says, "Yeah, I want to marry Lady Rahal, but uh who'd you say you said you're working for uh the uh popcorn Popcorn Bottle Smasher? Yeah, we're working for Popcorn Bottle Smasher. What is uh, what is your opinion of him? This is about the fifth time that he's tried to murder me. Oh, okay. All right. So maybe maybe get ready for that. We're going into it. She says, I'm ready. And she kind of like uh, lifts up her skirt a little bit. And you see that she has a short sword strapped to her leg. She says, well, cool. you know, fifth time's the charm, I guess. Could be an ambush. Good to know. Thanks for uh, thanks for keeping us on the uh, the up and up. I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of this when we get to wherever we're going, and yeah. uh, resolve it there. But definitely uh, not gonna avoid that whatever because hey, maybe um, maybe you could maybe 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 tonight's the night that uh, you get married to Lady Rahal. So you uh, make your way toward the Dancing Maidens. You keep going, and, and you eventually have to get off the road, but the wagon can still make it a fairly good time. And you see some big standing stones. They're actually pretty similar to those standing stones that you fought Green Anne at all those month- weeks ago. Hmm. Uh, not necessarily related, but um, they are from whatever kind of precursor group was here uh, hmm. in this region beforehand. Uh, before the current regime and uh so you see them there and you see several people in robes you see what appears to be a priest and you see a dragonborn very tall like an eight foot tall dragonborn who is tied to a chair on the altar is uh is that lady rahal in the chair is lady rahal Hmm. Seems bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so as you, it became oh. time to rescue Lady Rahal instead of get these two married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So. So. Yes. Yeah, so you. You trundle your wagon on up to this. By the time you can see this, you know there's mutual vision here. Mm-hmm. You're all on the wagon, and you kind of park your wagon, and and you're there. Who Which else is here? Uh, as far as like the like, did, uh, did, other people, yeah, like, where like anybody we would recognize is is. Oh pop, yeah, so you see, here? Uh, yes, popcorn is there. Okay. He's wearing a robe. Yep, he's wearing like a secretive robe. And he has a, his uh, cultist knife. He doesn't have a cultist <laughs> knife. He's just hanging out. Mm. He doesn't have any kind of knife that you can see. Uh, he's there. There's maybe three other people in robes. And then there is someone who is very visibly a priest. Can I recognize if they are the correct kind of priest? They are wearing the robes of a priest of Salun. Correct. Okay. Or a priestess of Salun. Yeah. Popcorn, what's all this? He says, well... Explain yourself. Well, I think you probably know what's going on by now. If you've, if you've made your way all the way here. Fifth time's the charm, huh? Wag frowns. You uh, trying to? Are you trying to kill these people? No, 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 no. I'm beneficial to everybody. I just want everybody to get their back scratched. I love it. Scratched and not stabbed, right? 
Well, uh, one one person's scratching is another person's stabbing. Don't you agree? Wouldn't you think about it? So if you're a dragonborn, it's just a scratching. Got them scales. But if you are a human, maybe it feels like a stabbing. In any case, I know what I want. I want you, Lady Scar Sword, to sign over your stakes in the city market. He says, I've got this sheet of paper here. And he, he produces like a big scroll and it like, it like rolls out and it hits the ground and it keeps rolling. And it's one of those funny things. Mm-hmm. He says, you're a little, <laughs> Good bit. You're, you, you just write your Elminster right there at the bottom of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get this marriage ready to go. I get you out of your deal. And, uh, you know, I don't have to kill nobody. Uh, Lady Scarsword, um, this is your decision. So well, the the situation here is that she gets married on in exchange for turning over her owner partial ownership of a bunch of the market district. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if she doesn't, then they're going to murder she, this. They're going to murder the oh, Dragonborn. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um. He okay. says, I, you know, sometimes you, sometimes people got to die to get what you want. I'm really, I'm, I'm finally putting you in this position. Wet, um, Wegg says, popcorn, this wasn't the deal. Well, no, it's the exact deal. I mean, we all <coughs> kidnapping, getting people here, people getting married. Just a different deal I got with Lady Scarsword over there. Lady, ladies. Lady Scarsword, um, do you, are you gonna, are you gonna sign over the market, or is that, is that not possible? <laughs> is that not cool? Is that not cool? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, if she's if she's if she's willing to sign over the market so she can get married, I'm I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stop her from doing that. But yeah, like, what is what it, what what are your feelings about this, Lady Scarsdale? Scarsdale, Scarsword. <laughs> You know, she's kind of deep in thought. She's got that. She's got the rock eyebrow again. Uh, she says, well, if I sign over my share of the market, if my father, if I get married, my father will disown me. I will be uninherited. But I would still be able to live comfortably with my share of the market. If I sign my share of the market over and I uh, become married, then I'll become destitute. It's not. She, Lady Rahul has a title, but not a fortune. Okay. All right. This is part of the reason my father would not let me marry her. I see. Okay. Um, also, she's a dragonborn, and there's fantasy racism involved. Hmm. Okay, and you said there's only like four other people here, including Popcorn, right? Yeah. And a priest. Yeah. Priestess. Popcorn. Yes. Your time is up. I don't like this deal. What? I don't like it either. Yeah, no. Deals off. Okay. Popcorn. Um. So we're just we're murdering popcorn, right? Well, I mean, we could hold popcorn's person. We <laughs> <laughs> don't have to murder popcorn. I feel like we've yeah. we've established ourselves as a group that's capable of solving problems without resorting to uh, extreme, you know, violence. Sure. We can beat popcorn up real bad. <laughs> yeah, let's beat popcorn up. <laughs> let's smash oh. his bottles. 
Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. Well, what are you Look, trying to do here? We were sent here by ice cream cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. You, is it, are you saying oh, that? Yes. Oh, this is good. You're flipping the script on him. My nephew? Ice cream cake? Ice cream cake. The upstart? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Do you think it's just coincidence that we were brought directly to your door? I don't I... actually remember the name of the pseudo-51 member who escorted us here. Keel. Keelhorst. Keelhorst, thank you. Is that her first name, Keelhorst, or is her name Keelhorst? The second thing you said. Keel Space Horst. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. He says, what are you saying? So, Ice Cream Cake would like to get started early on his family inheritance. And, uh, quite frankly, you're standing in the way of that. (gasps) And even though you're estranged, you are still family. I say, I say, I say. But listen, there's a way out of this. We know of a place that Ice Cream Cake doesn't know of. (laughs) Oh my god. It's a special village (laughs) for people like you. Wow, what's the name of this? Who reach the end of their tail. And if you get in this carriage right now, uh, you could escape and live there freely. Where would I go? Ice cream cake that you were wiped off the map. Yep. Oh, 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 obliterated. Give me uh, either a persuasion or an intimidation check. From who? From whoever wants to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to say, I'm not joking. Mm -hmm. You better do this. And I'm going to take my helmet off when I do it. You get advantage. Okay, great. You only um, get this one time. This is you get one right, shot no, at scaring people with this thing. Okay, so this uh, is the first time that we've seen it too, right? Yes, yeah. So Silverleaf so, takes it. He. I roll a. I roll a sixteen. Okay. Silverleaf takes his helmet off, um, and where his mouth would be, you see uh, a gaping, uh, like lamprey mouth. Um, it's like four, it's almost like a, like a langolier. It's like four flaps opening and closing with just like rows and rows of pointy teeth. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm snarling and I'm saying, get in the carriage. Popcorn. Okay. That hyper works. (laughs) Okay. He says... Wake throws up. <laughs> you know what? That's really what does it, is Wake throwing up. <laughs> go, oh, Jesus. oh, my word. I cannot believe it. A, a, a villain, a monster, and a, and a helmeted man all in one. And he throws down his, uh, his, his thing, his scroll, and he hurries and gets in the carriage. And he goes away and says, what's the name of this town again? Popcorn, we're sending you to Triel. <sighs> Triel, it's a little backwater. Nobody even know of it. I won't have any kind of riches. 
and he throws off of his he throws his um his cloak off and he has a seersucker suit on under that he says <laughs> with a bow tie on he says i won't even be able to find finery like this one when i'm there maybe you but can you'll st- be alive yeah and maybe you can start up your own uh finery business talk to the mayor bob buildworth the mason's guild master the mason's guild master <laughs> bob buildworth he knows a thing or two about building your net worth that's why they gave him that name oh wow I'll have revenge on you one day. Sure. Yes, yes. Blame he, yourself, poor God. He also does a a, a hiyah, and uh, and he's away. He's gone. Okay. Well, good riddance. Lady Scar Sword runs up and uh, take, pulls her short sword out and cuts the bonds on uh, Lady Rahal's. Um, uh, chair that she's tied to and they have a big old hug and then uh, they speak to the priestess who is still basically there on the up and up and uh, they get married cool yay, yay. leg yeah. cries <laughs> it's so beautiful mm-hmm. you see what you see when it happens at the very end and this is why it mattered that it be midnight you see what appears to be three ghostly women kind of um, rotating around in the sky, holding hands, and they all come down, and they kind of uh, fade as they get closer to the the wedded couple as they have their first kiss. And you can see that that's a blessing. The the moon gets brighter, the whole area gets brighter, and you can see that, ah, yes, this has been blessed by the Church of Saloon. Beautiful. It Mm -hmm. is beautiful. We did it. Um, we did it. We did it. So, Relief, you have advantage on... You have disadvantage on, like, all checks that require human contact mm-hmm. uh, when your helmet is off, but you have advantage on uh, intimidation checks. Okay. I'm going to put my helmet back on. Okay. With with a mighty plunk. Mm-hmm. Plunk. I'll... I'm assuming you did that before the wedding ceremony. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want them uh, there. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't want that to be a part of it. It's a mood killer. Yeah, it really is. At the end of the ceremony, one of the uh, one of the people who was just there, uh, he finally wakes up after he fainted when he saw you the first time. Mm-hmm. Faints okay. again immediately. <laughs> so Lady Scarsword and Lady Rahal both say, you know, they say thank you. Uh, they say that that this will only bring trouble. You know, they they will be protected because the church will protect them. This is a consecrated marriage. The god Saloon actually protects them now. But uh, of course, Lady Scarsword's father is going to be very angry at her and very angry mm-hmm. at you. They know exactly. I mean, they they saw Tess do all that stuff. Um, so of course, Ulrich Groomp and Lord Papa Scarsword. They're both going to be quite angry at everyone involved. So you should be prepared for that to bite you in the old butt. Give him the big old middle finger. Okay. Yeah, I think we should get get out of town. Well, we we can decide that next time. next time on Sword Coast Coast to Coast. <laughs>
what an ending. Cookie bottle smasher, betrayer, uh, people get married. Uh, as Michael said later in the in our Discord chat, this must by definition be a comedy because it ends in a marriage, and I think I agree with that. Again, this is from something called The Matchmakers from an early issue of Dungeon Magazine. I forget what issue right off the top of my head. Uh, let me know if you're interested in me writing something up about how I adapted this. Uh, maybe I can put it under the behind the Patreon wall. Um, just let me know. Give me give me some feedback about what you might want from me, and I'm happy to kind of meet anyone halfway. And if you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, again, that is patreon.com slash ranged touch. Uh, the description is down below this in whatever way you're listening to it. Um, any amount of money really helps us out, and we're really just looking for more patrons and less uh, some sort of solid number. So we're trying to get up to 200 patrons right now, and we are a little bit short of that mark. So if you enjoy what we do, think about coming on by. Starting next episode soon, I think you'll really enjoy that. If you've enjoyed this one, we're going into the history, into the Jeep back catalog, the Golden Age, Silver Age, Bronze Age, Iron Age of the Manticore. He, 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 he.